Welcome to the Bear Hug Club, a pro wrestling podcast of positivity. everyone welcome back to the bear hug club podcast as always i am your host greg and i'm joined by garrett and jace how's it going boys that's going all right doing well doing well (laughs) wonderful um so we're a bit late starting this week we're supposed to be going live at six but i'm having issues with my microphone hence why i'm actually holding it like announcer style so it could just die completely at any point during the recording i really hope it doesn't but we'll see what happens uh so yeah this week's show we're going to be talking about from red carpet to the ring celebrities getting involved with wrestling uh but before that i thought we'd do a little bit of a recap of nxt takeover vengeance there as that happened over the weekend um what was your overall thoughts of the show guys it was a takeover like just you you can't not like a takeover quality of matches is just unreal i think every match on the card was just about as good as it could have been although that botch with the table during the women's title match was hilarious (laughs) especially just tony storm's face of just like (laughs) uh garrett what do you uh, think i think the table uh was selling that well for tony you know if anything it just speaks volumes about her um yeah a great show i mean what was it two and a half hours which is just always great because you know you can have too much of a great thing carrot's got ghosts <laughs> you can have too much of a good thing um i was worried that there were going to be two uh dusty finals matches for some reason i don't know why that worried me i was worried when there's like two of us of the same type of match like two rumbles or two chambers or whatever but it did the exact opposite it was just great tag team wrestling um you messaged me saying uh well you messaged us saying you know how how the the women's tag belt should just go to nxt because that was just stellar yeah yeah like that was my thought so i thought um it's not like takeovers from the like the like recent times have been like terrible it just feels like they haven't met the bar that they've certainly set for themselves but i felt like this one really delivered like the women's tag team match in particular i believe strongly that if they want those tag team belts to be worth something then they should put them in nxt and build up a few more teams around them because that was just incredible i thought gargano and kushida was again another potential match of the year category but for me match of the year, uh, match of the night and potential match of the year was Balor versus dunn um i absolutely loved it It was just pure old school mat wrestling for the most part and i just absolutely adored that i honestly think that if they could have the right build behind them it's like the potential to be like a brett and sean or rock and austin type scenario they just complement each other so well in the ring and it's like i just don't i could never see them putting on a like a bad match and i could easily look forward to seeing them like having further uh, further matches down the line yeah, but well, it's Balor and it's Balor and Pete done like two of the best. Not just in WWE in the world. I think everyone went into that match thinking this is gonna be amazing. And it did it absolutely delivered. Like just especially with you you didn't know who was gonna win. Because I think a lot of the time when Balor came back to NXT, they're just like, right, Balor's just going to go on this tear. And I think Dunn was the first one that you're like, oh, shit, Dunn could take the title mm-hmm. from him. Especially because they were bigging up the fact that Balor's undefeated in six takeovers. They normally only make a point of doing that when it's going to end. 
Yeah, I think mm. part of not knowing not knowing the finish for me, I still thought Valor was most likely going to win, but part of like you know me me thinking that Dunn could was because of the sort of the stories they're telling with UE <clears throat> Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you've got maybe he loses it and then Undisputed Era turn on him. Uh, maybe he retains it and what happened happened you know that's that's part of the reason why i i feel like there was a lot of you know a lot probably a a lot of people are thinking maybe dunn could have taken it yeah i'm with you i i didn't think dunn was going to win it tonight i kind of always assumed it was going to be balor and i kind of watched the show in two parts and i spoiled the main event for myself so i knew balor was going to win going into it and i knew about the uh split with the undisputed era at the end uh but when i was watching the match because it was so good there were like we've said before there were just points where i legit thought dunn could have won it despite knowing the result and i think that's just again a testament to like how great a workers these two are um what's everyone's thoughts then on what's going to happen with the undisputed era going forward given that uh cole not only super kicked balor but also super kicked kyle I think that's going to lead to Cole, at least Cole going to the main roster. He's going to feud with Kyle. Them two could have amazing matches. It's probably going to split. But when Bobby Fish comes back, he's obviously going to side with Kyle O'Reilly. And then it's going to be Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish against Adam Cole and Ruddy Strong. Which, that's a tag team match I would love to see. Oh yeah, it'll be fantastic if that goes forward. I think it's, um, I think it's just gonna, I think it's going to end with Ballet eh, with Cole on the main roster. That's probably probably what they're doing. They most likely want him on the main roster. Um, maybe they're just going to have Balor as the new leader. That's probably the plan. Keep everyone else back down in NXT because I don't really see where else it goes. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they'll book a couple tag matches going forward. Uh, could be Bala Kyle against uh, you know Colin Strong. Even if even if uh, Bobby Fish isn't cleared to wrestle, him being back there would really serve the story. So I hope that happens. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's most likely going to be Cole leaves. Maybe build up to a match with him and Bala. Uh, mm-hmm. He leaves NXT and then Balor takes over the Undisputed Era. I mean, ball solid ideas. Um, I don't know if I could really see the Undisputed Era going past this with a new leader. I mean, if they're going to maybe have Balor take control, maybe not call it Undisputed Era anymore. I feel like it should probably live and die with those four men. Um, Balor's demons. <laughs> or you could just call it the Balor Club. Actually, make Balor Club a real thing, then a real still. Yeah, I yeah. would hate that. I, I hate. You would hate that. <laughs> well, I already hate that. Like, Balor Club was a thing. I hated that the club was a thing. Uh, and what was it? The OC, the original club. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it just makes me sick. And Greg is gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. He disagrees with you that much. He's fucked off. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Whatever name they come up with doesn't matter as long as the story's good, you know. Yeah, I think like like you say, as long as the stories are good, it's NXT, so match quality's gonna be amazing regardless. Um Yeah, I, th- I think that's gonna be the thing. Adam Cole's going to the main roster, or if the rumors are true and he hasn't re signed, he's buggering off and gonna end up in AEW. Can you blame the man? I'm back. Well, considering he's in NXT, he's been treated really well. True, but his uh, his his uh, his partner is over in AEW. Yeah, um, yeah. His friends also. Yeah, one of his friends are over there. Um, I would I do you know what I would like? I think Kyle has been a sleeper in NXT. Someone that you know really could hold the title and be a really good babyface champion. Um, mm-hmm. If Adam takes it from Bauer and then Kyle wins it back from Adam, 
So maybe maybe even Balor isn't the leader. Maybe it is is more of like a like when you think of the Shield, who do you think was the leader? That was like a rare thing where I don't think any of them were the leader. Right. Technically, yeah. Ambrose was, but then also none of them really were. Ambrose just kind of talked a bit more. I feel like Undisputed Era, while while Adam Cole was always the leader, you know, the the sort of focal point of it. I feel mm-hmm. like there was still, especially in all of their like backstage stuff, there was a, uh, all of them could talk. All of them were, you know, very charismatic. Um, I feel like I feel like they can do that. There doesn't need to be a necessary leader, you know. Mm. No, uh, I, think, yeah. I think I agree. Yeah, but yeah, I think that is a problem in with wrestling stables that they always have to have a leader. Like, why can't it just be four people? Four guys, four women, any combination of whatever, and just we're all here. We're here to get shit done. Like, I think uh, it's it's uh, it's the exceptions that prove the rule, I guess. Who was the leader of the four horsemen? Uh, mm. I'd say f- it was probably more leaning towards Flair, but again, I don't know if they necessarily point blank said it was, or if they said anyone was the leader. I guess because because Flair, Flair a bit like Adam Cole, just had more of the charisma and personality, which is why people would often probably put him in the role of being the leader. Flair was the standout member. I feel like maybe Kyle could hold that. I I think he's very charismatic, and I think especially if he's babyface, he could really really work that for a bit, and then eventually die to Karrion Cross, I guess. But I, I, I can actually see them doing this as a double swerve. They've broken up the Undisputed Era to get Adam Cole the title back, and then Kyle's going to turn on Bala when they actually have that match. Oh, what? And then reunite with Adam? Or? Reunite with Cole. Maybe. Maybe they all go up. Um, I mean, it'll be interesting what they do if Adam does go up on his own, you know? See, I think if he goes to SmackDown, he'll he'll do well. SmackDown does seem to be be built more towards his style, right? And I can see him having I can see him having amazing matches with Shinsuke, with Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, even Roman, Kevin Owens. See that that's someone who you know should have just joined the Undisputed Era at some point. Anyway, it should have been. Owen, so I wouldn't. I think they could do an Owens, Adam Cole team of some kind. I think he's he works well off of people, so I feel like if you give him some kind of, why don't you give him the um, the Miz Taraj? You know. Well, they've got him... nothing for poor Dallas. Is he, is, <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if he's still with the company because I haven't. Seen yeah, the him. issue. Um, the issue of the state. The issue of the statement today or yesterday saying that they've just got nothing for him. Yeah, like Dave Meltzer said, as he sat in catering. <laughs> yeah, um, even though Bo and Bray want to do something together, it just makes sense. Like, and he's gone again. Easily, yeah. You could easily do something with Bo and Bray. Like Yeah. Just have him show up. Have him be a character on the on the funhouse. How is that difficult? How is that difficult? Like It's weird, like when, when NXT first started, Bo Dallas was one of the one of the cornerstones. Yeah. I mean and, I, I still believe. Yeah. Like I think the problem was that gimmick was much better suited to a smaller audience and it just didn't get over in front of the larger crowds. And then Vince was just like, well, this guy's shit. Honestly, though, you like you you put those kind of characters out there that, that are somewhat comedic and are they, they, they are supposed to be comedy relief, right? Like, yeah. uh, like Rusev Day was supposed to be comedic relief because there's no way that Vince was like believed that that would get over properly uh the yeah. Miztourage turning into the B team there's Mizdow. there's like I understand when people say that the crowd are cheering it almost in protest right like yeah 
they're saying they're doing because I remember it is B team B team go go go. Yeah. Because uh, I loved it and I wanted to get the terrible like uh, sharpied B team shirt. Yeah. Um, but there is a thing to say like if people are cheering it, even if it's in some form of like you know protest against the product, it's still cheering it. It's still mm-hmm. in some like way over, you know, like. The fact that they just kind of scrapped it all and forgot about it is just beyond me, you know? And the amount of times that WWE goes, we have nothing for this person. Why the fuck are writers being paid? Yeah. If, If I went to... If I was, like, at worked at a newspaper or I worked anywhere, like, copy copyright type stuff right if i was a content writer and and somebody came to me and was and was like hey um you haven't written anything in three months where is it and i just said i'm oh, sorry i haven't really got anything for you uh it just doesn't fly you know no you, you shouldn't have nothing for this person for that long you've got three no. fucking shows right with a uh a combined how many hours is that like seven, seven. hours you got seven, seven hours, hours. You well seven then hours. you've still you got, got main yeah. event. Yeah, two or five live right you've got two or five live you've got main event you've got pay-per-views obviously you've got yeah. uh bump you've got all of these side shows give them a fucking side show right give them something let there's more content to be made i don't anytime it just says they say we don't have anything for this person uh, I think you should stop fucking lying and either write better or listen to the writers that are pitching things because you just can't have that wealth of talent and have nothing for them for... I mean, when was the last time you saw the B team? Over a year ago, plus? Yeah. Honestly, I can't remember seeing... I can't remember seeing them. Honestly, I'd forgot the B team were a thing. And then I just remembered they had a tag title run. Curtis Axel... Is he with the company still? I, I think so. Well, let's say he got, was one of them that got uh, purged at the beginning of COVID. Mm. Regardless, you know, uh, what are we talking about? What yeah, Dallas is. Old as well. Yeah. He's gone again. But Bo Dallas is a really talented wrestler. That's the thing. Then give him to Bray. Because them two together, because they could even have it like keeping the ball leave, get him back to that and have him fe- have him like sort of feud with the fiend, trying to bring him back to back to the light, and then have it sort of work in the work in the inverse of the fiend brings Boar into the darkness. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't want to make that the main feud, if you don't want to have. Okay. No, just have that just have that off to the side while he's feuding with yeah like, you know I mean? continuing the feud with randy have him occasionally ringside for a match or two have him be like somebody somebody goes to feud with the fiend right somebody goes uh and and says hey spooky dude i want to feud with you um you just have Bo come out and say no don't do that please don't do that my brother will kill you you know, yeah you just you just have him do this kind of thing and or, or maybe Bo is losing a few matches right you bring him back here's a here's a bow pitch i know we're supposed to be talking about fucking nxt takeover vengeance but here's yeah. my bow pitch right you bring it's him not, back it's not one of our podcasts if we don't go on a tangent yeah you bring him back and you don't really mention it right he, he loses to Strowman in a throwaway match he loses to someone else in throwaway match. He loses and he loses and he loses uh, until um, he's just maybe he's like helped to win matches by the fiend, not not like actively because you might you might even make the fiend more of a comedic side character. But like maybe even Alexa Bliss comes to the ringside. Um, Bo doesn't want this either, but yeah. he's just kind of coerced into into the funhouse until the point where maybe he gets a title shot of some kind 
maybe a title shot that's then foiled by the fiend. Maybe maybe Bo, because he can go, he can fucking wrestle. Uh, yeah. Maybe he has a match against probably not Roman. Let's let's say um, Biggie, right? He has a match where he's nearly gonna win, and then right as he's about to win, you think this entire story that's been going on for for a few weeks or a month or two, um, you think it's gonna lead to maybe a win for him and the fiend, you know, him and the fiend side together, but the entire time that the fiend's been helping him, it gets to this point, and just as a joke because the fiend is the fiend, he he built him up to a title match only to intentionally sabotage it. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd like to see that. I think the, it's just Vince doesn't like uh, things right, getting right. over. No, I, think, I think I think no no one wants to see that, and we have nothing for him. Uh, anyway, no, Vin, Vince, these are all these are all bad ideas, Vince. Just mm-hmm. all bad ideas. Um, but yeah, I think he's just if if something doesn't get if something gets over and it's not his idea, he just wants to kill it. And yeah. he, I think he he knows. He must know in the back of his head that his days of running the company are numbered. I don't think so. I feel like he's going to live forever. Um... But all it would take, because he's not a he's not even though he is the majority shareholder, he doesn't own a majority of WWE. No, I don't. I, well, if, I the, don't... if the rest of the shareholders do decide, right, fuck off, he's gone. But he's not losing money, right? He's not. No, he won't lose money. He's not writing good stories, but he's not losing money, and that's why no no shareholder gives a fuck. No shareholder is a shareholder of WWE because they care about the product. They're a shareholder of WWE because WWE makes a lot of fucking money. Very true. They're a shareholder because they can go to Saudi Arabia once a year and get millions, right? They're shareholders because they can throw away the network for a billion. they're shareholders because even in a global pandemic, they make the highest amount this year than they have ever. Um, and yet they still fire anyone, like everyone anyway. That's why they're shareholders. No one is yeah. going to um, push Vince out of the company. They're not going to have like a vote of no, no confidence in Vince because he won't he won't like book things correctly. They don't give a fuck if if uh, if like anything goes well. Right, they just care if like advertisers are pleased, which is yeah. uh, very depressing. But what can you do? Why did COVID have to happen and Vince had to fuck off the XFL? <laughs> Things were getting better. <laughs> the Rock has the XFL now. He owns it. <clears throat> yeah. Which hopefully Vince goes back to that, just licking Dwayne's sweaty balls. <laughs> Okay, well, seemingly uh, Greg is is uh, having some technical difficulties. So, uh, welcome to the first ever G and J pod. We've never te- we haven't actually met in real life. Uh, to those no, we haven't. Those, um, to those watching and listening, so we will take the podcast that Greg was going to leave, and we will wing it. Speaking yep. of the Rock. And celebrities. We're going to be talking about celebrities and wrestling and what it means, uh, times that's happened before, um, and what maybe we'll, we'll, we'll fantasy book some of our own celebrities. Let's start with that, right? We talk about some of the celebrities that have been in wrestling and that are going yep. to be in wrestling. You know, we have the upcoming match uh, with Cody and Shaq. You have um, people like, you know, Mr. T coming into wrestling. You have Mayweather, you've got uh, Stephen Amell, countless people, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. David Arquette, people like that. If you could book a celebrity and you and how you would book them, who would you book and how would you book where mm. and why and what? See, I would, I don't know, because there's so many celebrities I'd like to see get in the ring. But at the same time, I don't like it when celebrities get in the ring. Right. Because see, the I could understand when it was the when it was Stephen Amell got in the ring 
with Pac against Stardust and I can't remember who he was tagging with at the time. That was to promote Cody Rhodes being on an episode of Arrow. Right. I can understand that bit of cross-promotion. Fair enough. But when it's like, when it was the uh, celebrity guest host of Raw and they used to always get in the ring and beat one of the talent. Was it, was it uh, Seth Green beat The Miz in a tag match? Right. Like, so I think it needs to make sense. And I can't really think of any celebrities where it would make sense. Like, suppose they're... Not maybe not so much mainstream celebrities, but like there's a couple of UFC fighters who've expressed interest of mm-hmm. going to the WWE. Obviously, you've got Brock, you've got Shayna, Ronda, Cain Velasquez. I know Daniel Cormier. Oh, Cain Velasquez, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, Daniel Cormier is a massive wrestling fan, so I can see when he well he's I can't, I, Cormier. Yeah. Um, I can see him going to the WWE, which again would make would make sense. But oh yeah, I'd love to see Cormier Brock. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because didn't Brock wanted that fight, but Dana White just went, nah, he'll get your head mashed in. So like, yeah, Daniel Cormier, Conor McGregor. I'd love to see Conor McGregor. Just. I don't think Conor McGregor would work in a PG environment. Um, probably not. I mean, if the money's there, he'd probably do it, and they'd they'd probably pay the fine willingly to let him swear a couple times. Um, yeah. To be fair, they'd probably do it they, at, they, at a certain show. Yeah, they'd run the the show probably on an even greater delay, so they can make sure that they hit the bleeps. Yeah. Um, I think I think you're right. It's more just down to, you know, why are they there, and what are they doing? What are they What are they doing there? You know, are they are mm. they there to promote a thing or are they there to promote wrestling? Um, you currently have Bad Bunny in WWE, and by all yeah. accounts, he's he's really like he's putting in work backstage, and he really wants yeah. to be. You know, he's a he's a wrestling fan. He wants to do it. Uh, Stephen Amell is a wrestling fan. You know. Yes, he he's now you know worked with the Bucks and 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 things like that, uh, and it it shows he's not bad you know for a for a green wrestler in the ring he's pretty good, um, yeah, and he he somewhat held his own and and it was it was pretty decent. I think that's it having someone who comes in and at least to a certain extent understands the business. Um, I feel like it's cheating saying I want this MMA guy or this boxer to come in. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I didn't yeah. want to. Yeah. Well, maybe boxer's different. But, like, somebody from MMA, because it's just like, yeah, they already know how to wrestle. Real, you know, Greco-Roman type style yeah. or, or jiu-jitsu or something. Um, I feel like the best... The best is, like you say, when it makes sense story-wise. So you need some kind of crossover of, like, of a story right like like i don't know the rock against do you know my do you know do you, right, do you know how how out of wrestling they are that my brain did this i was like ah, two wrestlers the rock and john <laughs> cena and then my my brain went they're not wrestlers they're actors <laughs> um and, and then i was like maybe they could have a mania match or two um <laughs> Twice in a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, the Rock versus fucking Vin Diesel, you know? Uh, the See, winner. Oh, uh, uh, Fast and Furious franchise on a pole match. Yes. It's just a, just a collection, all the DVDs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just the DVDs. Oh, my God. Not even, like, not even Blu-rays, straight-up DVDs. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. It's a shame we weren't in the transition between VHS because uh, actually, just do that. The VHS is probably understand it more. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, like there's not a lot of celebrities I can think of who like are tied to wrestling in such a way where it makes sense. Yeah, 
for them to be there in a non well in a in ring capacity right like having 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 musicians there to promote an album but they've also done the theme song for a pay-per-view totally fine with that but for someone to actually get in the ring they would have to have a reason like true John Cena against whoever the host of the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards is, because he keeps getting slimed. No, against slime itself, against like a, yeah. a gelatinous cube from D&D &D or something. It's like a, well, just a John Cena uh, slime match. Right. Just a paddle and pool on the, on the ramp full of slime, and he just has to roll about in it. Yeah. To be fair, that's something I could see John Cena doing. I think I think as long as you make the story somewhat interesting, I, I it will always lend itself to some kind of comedic thing. I think, yeah, pretty much like no matter what you do, unless it's an MMA star and they're already legit, there's gonna be something comedic going on. Whether it's Bad Bunny coming in and and now the twenty four seven champion and and does a couple of like things here and there. Um, if you had a musician. Simply have them come on and, and uh, play better than Elias, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, we're saying this after talking about how they have nothing for Bo Dallas. So, ideally, book Bo Dallas first and the other people that aren't getting booked. Mm -hmm. Then do some celebrity stuff. But let's say in this hypothetical, you've already booked everyone else and now you also have celebrities. Um God, it is difficult trying to think about it because it's that they're, they're always pretty much only going to be there to promote something, you know. Yeah. And 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 there there's a point in celebrity where you think like, well they're not going to fucking wrestle. Like, can you imagine no. Chris Evans coming down in full Star Spangled Banner, Captain America, and wrestling? No. Like, like never no. going to happen. I oh. could maybe see. Maybe I could see a Chris Pratt wrestling. You know. Uh, yeah, I can see like, that. At this point. Evan Peters, maybe. The cast of Jackass. Well, that's happened. Yeah, well, sort of. They're doing another movie, right? So again, yeah. even though I'm pretty sure Bam has been kicked off the film. Yeah, he's been kicked off for being too unstable. But no, he's actually... So he asked his fans uh, to each send For a dollar. Make his own one. Um, make a, a, to, a, a radder movie. Because he needs to keep that skater persona alive. Yeah. Man, Jackass makes me sad now. I used to love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's not surprising that the, the the unhinged people with substance abuse issues still have substance abuse issues. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, that's very sad. My favorite, have you seen the tweet where it's um, uh, Hulk Hogan goes, uh, Damn, I miss Bam Margera. Rest in peace, buddy. <laughs> wish, wish he was still with us. And then Bam replies like, still here, brother. Uh, don't worry. And I just don't think he gets a reply. Like, celebrities in wrestling, like, first couple of WrestleManias can understand it, especially the first WrestleMania, because Vince put everything into that first WrestleMania. Like if WrestleMania didn't, that first WrestleMania didn't work, that was it. There was no more WWF. Mm -hmm. So I can understand, get the celebrities, because who, who was there? Mr. T was there, Cindy Lauper, Muhammad Ali. That completely understandable, because needed that mainstream appeal. True. But, I mean, at but, the but time... Now, wrestling's, uh... it's, wrestling's, WWE is the mainstream now. Right. There's no one... There's no one on the planet who hasn't heard of WWE, right. who doesn't know what WWE does. So I, I don't think they need the celebrities. Agreed. Um, it's, it's interesting because, like, like you say, when they first did it, you know, it was make or break. But what, you, what they're doing then is they're trying to, you know, get the largest gate. They're trying to get, um, you know, the highest buy rate. Buy rate doesn't exist anymore. You know, no. the only people doing pay per view are AEW. And even then, it's still diehard fans that would like, you know, that would buy a, a network from them anyway. Um, it's it's really down to like 
in the past, celebrities were there to get eyes on the product right then and for that time. Yeah. But you don't really need, you don't need like a sudden jump in ratings now. You need people to watch and stay, you know? Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if like any, it like any celebrity has really been on and other than like a slight jump in, in ratings, maybe that day, has it continued, you know? I don't, I don't believe Cain Velasquez coming on kept the, the, the sort of South American market watching WWE. No. But I think now, with, especially with WWE, <clears throat> they were, they're better off when they bring back a big name of their own. Like there's always a rating spike when Austin comes back or The Rock. There'd probably now there'd probably be a rating spike if John Cena came back. Like their their own stars are two wrestling fans, whether the hardcore fans or casual. Their own stars are more important than you could get Robert Downey Jr. to come on, one of the biggest actors in the world. And it probably wouldn't get as many people watching as if Stone Cold came back. I mean, I don't know because they try. They try as they might. They do Raw Legends Night, and they'll they'll always announce when a, a legend comes back. But even that doesn't do anything for the product. I think it's because the people that are already watching for that are already watching. You know. But I think um, with the Raw Raw Leg Raw Legends Night, it's just the announcer. They're like, "Oh, right, here's." Hulk Hogan, Jimmy Hart, Honky Tonk Man, whoever else. Whereas if they say, like, it's a, I liked it when there was that run of a few WrestleManias where Austin would come back every year and be a guest referee. Right. I used to like that. But now, you know, if Austin's coming back, he's going to, someone's getting stunned. I think that's what people, wrestling fans want. They want that bit of nostalgia where it's like, yep, okay, now fuck off. We've watched you, we've given you you, but let the let the people who haven't broken their necks twice. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I would love to see the metrics of, it's so, I guess it's so difficult to really gauge that like who is actually staying uh bad bunny has been on every episode since and it doesn't seem like he's going away now that he's the 24 7 champion well okay he's no. gonna lose it tomorrow but um is that getting a sustained portion of viewers i mean the the ratings don't seem to be doing any kind of jump um and he's he's like you know the most streamed artist of all time it, it's kind of like it's like, you know, if I try and convince my friends that I'm doing a play, right, when I mm. did plays, the friends that already watch plays and that already, you know, I did drama with, they'll come and watch my fucking play, maybe. Um, but if I tell that group of people that I'm doing a wrestling show, mm. they probably won't come and watch the wrestling show, right? Or if I tell them that I'm doing a, a gig, a music gig, they probably won't come and watch the music gig because there's not that much crossover. Um, no. There's, there's just, what it, what it is, is it's just like a little carrot on a stick, right? Or a little worm where they're just really keeping their fingers crossed that someone is going to join in for, uh, tune in for Bad Bunny and then be like, oh man, I really love me some, think of a wrestler that he's with, Damien Priest, you know? Yeah. Um, if anything, what they're doing with Bad Bunny is better than what they've done with practically anyone else celebrity for a long time because he's actually yeah. he's actually trying to you know rub off on on Damien Priest and give him his fans uh, whereas oftentimes that hasn't been the case um, God again with bad like credit to Bad Bunny like mm. we've heard, all heard the reports of him like putting in the hours in the performance center so he's taking it seriously he's not just looking at this as a payday which I think is another problem with the celebrities. They don't see it as, oh, I'm going to do this and help the business. I'm, I'm here to get paid. Mm -hmm. 
which yeah, I haven't really got a problem with them doing that if they if that's what they're doing to get paid. Fair enough, but they're doing it at the expense of other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, probably one of the best things you can do with a celebrity is book a celebrity who is beloved, right? Book someone who is like a, a America's sweetheart type. Can't think of one because I don't. I'm not too. I'm not too privy on celebrities in America or anywhere. Um, who is it? Give me an America's sweetheart. Go. Uh, Stephen Colbert. <laughs> sure, right? Stephen Colbert. You have him come on. Um, maybe guest commentator or something. You know, mm. something really simple. And then you just have a heel destroy them. You know, teach teach them one thing. How to take a bump. Yeah. That's it. Teach them how to take a bump. Let, let them just take one horrible bump. Not even a horrible bump, just a bump. And, and fuck off. I think it's going to have to be someone who isn't Stephen Colbert. I think you really... <laughs> maybe. It's probably going to be like, yeah... Someone that the, they'll actually feel sympathy for. I feel like if I saw Stephen Colbert uh, take a hit, and I love, uh, well, I used to love the Colbert Report way back when, um, but I feel like if I saw him take a, a running power slam from Braun, I'd probably still cheer, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just... Well, they, sort, they sort of tried to do something similar a few years ago, didn't they? With uh, uh, John, Stewart. John Stewart. Yeah, try to turn him heel. While he was I, while he yeah. was going arguing with Congress about them taking away the assistance for the firefighters of nine eleven. Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't really know what that John Stewart thing was because he's not exactly he wouldn't exactly be a fan of the way that Vince, you know, doesn't treat his wrestlers well and yeah. whatnot. So I don't really know what that all was about. Um, I seem to remember him getting very involved at SummerSlam. Um, things like that. Hit big, hit big match, John, with a chair. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what not to do. I think uh, the Betty worst White. thing you can do yeah. is just have Be a wrestling Betty White. Over. Betty White eats a power slam. Yeah. The, the worst thing you can do is have a celebrity go over someone. But yeah. You know, full time. But you already bury them when the fucking legends come along. And now you're going to bury them when Betty White comes in and does a stunner to fucking <laughs> got Bo Dallas, you know. We're really high on board this episode. I really like Bo. I believe. <laughs> yes. I really do. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um, one thing I've also noticed is it reads... Uh, from red carpet to the ring, celebrities getting involved with wrestling. So, uh, <laughs> Greg with so his thank typos. You, thank you, Greg, for hitting us with a typo and then just dipping. Um, yeah. All right, so let's let's talk about some of the we talked about uh, John Stewart. What are some of the worst times a celebrity has gotten in the ring? Seth Green. Yeah. Seth Green was just because he's like small no muscle on him and even though it was even though it was a tag match it might have even been a six-man tag match i'm pretty sure he still was the one who got the pin and no because that, that's essentially a two on three handicap match right but some of the other bad ones i didn't enjoy tyson fury so I'll, I really he, like Tyson Fury as a boxer. He tried. He tried, bless he him. He tried. But like, you could tell he was only there for the, like, they only got him there because of the Saudi money. I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like he probably liked WWE, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, he said before. I don't think that was, yeah, I don't think that was um, disingenuous. I agree, though. You do kind of need Saudi money to be able to buy a Tyson Fury. Um, again, no idea how many people watch that i wonder how many people traveled to saudi arabia to see tyson Fury. probably not many traveled yeah. there just for that um but uh yeah i mean 
it wasn't great, but like I, I, I honestly commend it. Just the match itself wasn't too bad. They also gave him a pretty baller entrance, can't lie. Yeah. I'm trying to think of all the bad ones now. Um There's the famous, the famous, most famous, I would say, is uh, David Arquette, obviously. Yeah, I can sort of forgive David Arquette for that now. Mm-hmm. That he's actually when you when you've had your redemption arc documentary, I feel like you yeah. Can I'm waiting yeah. for the John Stewart redemption arc documentary. Yeah, uh, when he gets in the ring and eats a shitload of chair shots from Mexican wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he does his own pay-per-view where it's like him versus Republicans or something. Yeah. Dennis Rodman in WCW as part of the NWO. Mm-hmm. That was pretty weird. Everyone was part of the NWO back in the day. Yeah. You could you could tell me that like you were and I'd be like, yeah, all right. Probably. No, I was part I was part of the LWO. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, got some... I've actually got like a I've got like a baseball jacket with LWO on the back. <laughs> Because I am a nerd. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I want to see it. Uh, <laughs> next time on the pod, you'll be wearing that, of course. I will be. I will wear that. God, you know what? I want to see. I'd love to see Boris Johnson. I'd love to see that. I would love to see our Prime Minister Boris Johnson wrestling. The thing to is, be fair, I actually was it, but like. Just, just because obviously the thing is, if you don't know Boris Johnson, for anyone listening or watching, uh, he is um, the worst. Uh, he's the kind of person who who intentionally does that, you know, ruffles up his hair to look like shit for an interview because people will talk about how shit his hair is and not how shit his policies are. Um, uh, but he was worse than that. I want to see him in the ring. I would love to see him taking some bumps. Yeah, to, to use a word that Boris would probably use, he is a cockwomble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would yeah, love I, to see I, him being a whiff-waft around uh, the, yeah. uh, the mats. But to be fair, there's a, there's a stable at North Wrestling called the Landed Gentry that he would be perfect for. Uh, there, was a, there was a guy like that who... Has a similar gimmick. He he worked in progress for a bit, but I know I saw him around London Lucha League. He's a very Tory character. Um, basically, yeah. what the British version of an MJF type is. Because yeah. uh, not a lot of people at, at this point, people don't really talk about how MJF is is the 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 rich kid. You know, he's just a prick because mm. he's too good at being yeah. a prick. But he really is the the American version of you know a Tory toff type. Yeah. Well, the landed gentry they come out in like. Uh... With Polo mallets and Ralph Lauren shirts and Primo, yeah, Primo. And the best thing is one of the car- one of the wrestlers is called Benji, and he always gets chanted, "Benji is a bumhole." Da 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 da. <laughs> you need to come up to a North Shore. Boris is a bumhole. Da 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 da. Yes, yeah. works for itself. Um. Alexander Boris de Feffel Johnson is yeah. his name, I believe. I don't think his name is actually Boris. I just think that's that's made up. Whatever. And the I fact that he wasn't even the fact that he wasn't even born in the UK yet he's our prime minister. Um, <laughs> citizenship on a pole match. Yeah. NHS funded on a pole match. The, the NHS budget on a poll match, just him and Keir Starmer. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the thing, right? If 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 there was a match, would you prefer? Let's let's book two celebrities against each other instead of celebrities against wrestlers. Okay. Two against each other. So obviously we've got the NHS budget on a poll match, uh, which yeah. is Keir Starmer uh, and Boris Johnson. Obviously, if Keir wins, it will probably go to the NHS. Um, but if Boris wins, it will probably go on his constituencies underheated floors i don't know probably uh, probably probably on some tory expenses for example uh, the patio they need done uh, or or their new driveway or some prostitutes or something of the like some some moths getting cleaned yeah i'm sure jacob reese mod needs a new glass jaw 
Um, anyway, what was the point? Yeah, two celebrities. Book yeah. two celebrities <laughs> against each other. Uh, I would I would like to see. Um, I almost want to see like matches that have already happened in real life in wrestling. You know, I'd love to somehow see uh, 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 Habib against McGregor again, but in wrestling. You know. Yeah. Because because as you know, if McGregor can win, if he can sneak in some brass knuckles, you know, mm. uh, something like that. Yeah, that would be actually that would be quite good, especially like. Like you say, given the history between them, I was trying to think of celebrities who have had altercations. Right, right. If they have, yeah, the yeah, so it can feed into the story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I'm just trying to, th- like, you you said one, uh, The Rock and Vin Diesel. Yeah. Like, they, yeah, they hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I, you know. If, I watch the fuck out of that. That's how you know you're getting old. When you refer to him as The Rock. And not as Dwayne Johnson. Because <laughs> even my, even my mum, who h- hates wrestling, still refers to him as The Rock. Um, I would love to see James Corden against an oncoming train. Yeah, I'd take that. Uh... Graham, Graham Norton and Alan Carr. Yeah, go on. Go on. Uh, Battle of the Gear. Chat your hosts. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Graham, Graham Norton has to win that. He's going over. No, oh, I, yeah. I, I don't think you can beat Graham Norton. I think uh, I think, I think his chat show is pr- pretty primo. Yeah, uh, you know, he's probably the best. Not, he's the best chat show. Deep chats. You don't want to get like deep, meaningful chats, but you're going to get something fucking entertaining. Yeah. Uh, um how about the god what is it uh fuck i can't i don't know remember the name of the musicians oasis yes for oasis uh the gallagher's gallagher's yeah yeah that's what i want i want the fucking gallagher yeah that'd be fun yeah yes tell me that wouldn't be like that would that would be money that main events uh the uk SummerSlam for fucking sure Without yeah. a doubt, um, who goes over? Because I don't know the difference. So neither do I. You could. All right then. I don't know. I'm not really an Oasis fan, so. Uh, how about Daft Punk versus Marshmallow and Dead Mouse? The battle of the uh, DJs with uh, mascot heads. I was going to say I don't know what them words mean. <laughs> you know who Daft Punk are. I know a Daft Punk. I hadn't heard of the other two. You heard of Dead Mouse? No. Dead Mouse Five. No. Uh, all right. Well, I'll send you a track. You know, it's just Slipknot. it's basic like like house music. Oh, go on, Slipknot against Limp Biscuit. I uh, yeah, I I I dig that like a Survivor Series match. Yeah. Um. It's gonna be. I feel like you're gonna have like a new school versus old school match. Uh, we're gonna bring them back for one night only. It's the Beatles against One Direction. Oh, the Beatles have got to go over, haven't they? Uh, I mean, John Le- John Lennon was a violent bastard. If rumors if, if they do go over, right? They take out everyone but Styles, and then Styles takes out everyone but Lennon, and it's a Lennon Styles thing. There you go. So we're talking about wrestling and you're saying styles. I'm just hearing AJ. <laughs> it's, yeah, all right, okay. All of One Direction comes up, but instead of Harry Styles, it's AJ. Yeah, that, that'd that be good. He's probably he could carry them to a good match. Yeah. Um, um, trying to think now. Old school. The Queen versus Meghan Markle. Fucking hell. Uh, she wouldn't. She wouldn't make it to the ring. There'd be a vignette where the car would crash. <laughs> to be fair, that's like that's pure proper old school against new school. Yeah, fuck it, yeah, proper old school. That's pre wrestling. That's pre. <laughs> that's pre everything. That's like circus strongmen. Um, I, th- I think the queen would dig it. 
Can you dig what? it? In no, instead of actually you, having... Can you dig it, sucker? Can, can one dig it? But instead of having... You, you have you have the Queen, the actual Queen Elizabeth II, doing all the build-up, and then when it comes to the actual match, it's that uh, stunt double who jumped out the plane with Daniel Craig. Yeah, all right. The Olympics. Yeah. I, f I forgot we did that at the Olympics. <laughs> I'll tell you what we did do, though. We did Mr. Bean. And that was fucking good. You know, Mr. Bean is like everyone in the world understands Mr. Bean because it's just like yeah. no dialogue. It's all just like proper slapstick type humor, um, like physical comedy. Mr. Bean against who's an American version of Mr. Bean? No one is because no one can beat Mr. Bean. No, which is obviously why he's going over. But I would do Mr. Bean against who they got? Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, I think that's like the closest. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No? Mr. Bean against all of the Muppets. <laughs> nah, you've got Animal on the Muppets. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the wild card, right? Oh, no, yeah. okay. Mr. Bean like against Kermit. Who's into some weird shit. Mr. Bean against Kermit in a Muppets lumberjack match. Like, you get thrown to the outside and you're like, oh, this is kind of nice. It's like felt. Yeah. Or or, or how this is gonna work. You need some, um, you'd need some you have to be very awkward work. camera angles to like yeah. somehow hide all of the men in morph suits down below. It would have to be a cinematic match. Oh dude, I'd love a Kermit Kermit Elmo cinematic match. Sesame Street oh. against uh, uh the Muppets. Fuck yeah. And then uh, what's his name? The big hairy one Muppet uh Sweetums. Sweetums against Big Bird. Which one's Sweetums? Is he the one that always gets left behind in the movies? Uh, have you seen Muppet's Treasure Island? Hold on. I need to the... Google Sweetums. I think that's his name. Sweetums Muppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the movie, all I remember this guy is from in the movie where they're on like the road trip and everything. Yeah. They like get everyone and then they drive away and then he he runs up. He yeah. Runs up like, Guys, wait for me. Yeah, uh, him versus Big Bird. Man. Yeah, I dig that. Have you seen Have you seen the recent thread where uh, it's all of the different Big Birds from different countries? Yeah, I saw that. All, all right, all the Big Birds against uh, the Shield. <laughs> Fuck it. You'd have I to get. Big Bird getting uh, a triple power bond. I could watch that. I'm trying to think now. Um, oh, if we can go fictional me. characters, I'd love to have Metallica versus Megadeth. Yeah, all right, I'll take that. Um, why not Jason Bourne versus uh, James Bond? Yeah, which Bond? It's got to be Craig, I guess. Yeah. Unless he's seduced by a previous one. Unless it's a Sean Connery. Yeah, I'd take, um, I'd take Connery. Well, at least tell Greg we're wrapping up soon, I believe. Yeah. He'll have to message us when he... Because we can't, we can't leave without him. Um, no, we can't. He needs to get involved, lad. Yeah. He has to get involved, lad. If he doesn't get involved, lad, we're fucked. Slipknot versus Stone Sour, Corey Taylor fight himself. To be fair, that sounds like something Corey Taylor would do for a music video. Um, I'd like to see Corporate Kane against uh, the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Uh, Mean Mark Callis. Against the Undertaker, I that would be a good one. That would be a good one. I'd like to see, um, dude, love Wayne. cactus jack mankind triple threat. As long as you put Mick Foley in them, make it, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd, quite like to see, I'd quite like to see, uh, The Rock, uh, against Dwayne Johnson, against make it a triple threat, the Scorpion King. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Phil Fuller. Fatal Four where Luke Hobbs from Fast and the Furious. 
Isn't that Jason Statham? No. <laughs> I swear that's Jason Statham, isn't it? No, wait, he's... Sh- he's sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he's sure. Yeah, he is. And on that note, thank you everyone for listening <laughs> or watching the Bear Hug Club podcast. You can catch us on Facebook at Bear Hug Club Podcast and YouTube or Bear Hug Club Pod on Instagram or Bear Hug Club on Twitter or right here on Twitch. It's the Bear Hug Club Pod. Um, that sounds like uh, your cue as well. Yeah, that would be my cue to go. <laughs> so thank you very much, Jace. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck you very much, Greg, for leaving us. Uh, but but yeah, uh, I I hope you somewhat enjoyed this. Con- consider subscribing. To the next yes. See ya. Bye bye. <laughs> you fucker.